Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com. And before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to tell you about the DSO fraternity. The DSO fraternity is the members-only portion of my website at dadstartingover.com. And you can learn more about it at dadstartingover.com slash join for $14.99 per month or $149 for the entire year. You get access to all three of my books at no additional charge. You can download a PDF directly to your computer or you can stream the audio of the book live on your computer or phone, or you can download the MP3 file. You also get access to private discussion groups on Facebook, and you also get to attend live member meetings on Zoom. We have approximately three meetings every single week on a variety of different topics. We have members from all over the world who attend. Don't forget we also have member-only articles along with member-only audio for you to enjoy. And lastly, If you were looking at one-on-one coaching with myself or one of our other three coaches and were scared off by the pricing, pricing for DSO fraternity members is considerably less. So again, give it a shot. Check it out at dadstartingover.com slash join. And now on to today's episode. My story, part three, the Phoenix rises. So rock bottom, I had hit it. From my perspective at the time, it was very sudden. The previous 10 years were a blur, a move across state lines, a failed business, kids, wife's job changes, more kids, my job changes, death. It all went by in about 10 seconds. Somewhere along the line, I lost touch with that guy that I used to like so much. The guy that everyone else seemed to like too. The guy who had so much enthusiasm and joy, and he infected everyone. The good-looking guy who loved the gym, loved playing guitar, and loved basketball. The guy who read a lot. The guy who loved films. The guy who loved art. Where the fuck did that guy go? How did I forget all about him? Well, he was pretty cool. How did I I let everything have such a negative effect on me? So many questions. So many what-ifs. Such is life. Now, here I was, this single dad with no real close friends, no real passions, and no oomph left for life. No more wife. Three young mouths to feed. Three little ones looking to me to be their model for normal. Mom was not recognizable in her new life. She was, by all accounts, fucking crazy. My daughter was nine at the time when everything went down, and she took it very hard. She cried herself to sleep most nights. 
We did have long talks, always being careful not to badmouth mom in any way. There was a tense but unspoken understanding of our new reality, but we didn't ever acknowledge it. Mom just wasn't coming back. My son, who was once goofy and extroverted, was very passive and shy at this time. The littlest one was in his most formative year, so time would tell how he's affected. This really fucking sucked. I went to a therapist. It helped a little. She put me in touch with a few other guys who went through the same thing. This was the biggest takeaway from my sessions with her. Wow, our stories were so similar. Like, almost identical. One of the guys suggested that I check out some forum online. More stories. All the same. Just a bunch of guys saying, hey, I swear I used to be awesome. Pussified, pushed over dads, whining about their crazy slut wagon of an ex-wife. Well, what was going on here? I read, and I read more, and then I read even more. The whole idea of figuring out this phenomenon, while also going to, down the path of my own self-improvement, well, this was my new passion. It took a giant smack upside the head to get me there, but there I was. Something to get me going in the right direction. A fire under my butt. One thing I read again and again was about testosterone. And there seemed to be a, an epidemic of what they call low T going on, you know, if you believe the TV commercials. You know, maybe the pharmaceutical companies were just trying to push their product. Well, I read all I could on it. And it was very interesting stuff. There was something to it. So it couldn't hurt to go get tested, right? I got tested, and yep, my testosterone levels were lower than what they should have been. By a long shot. That explains some things. Was it stress? Was it me just being out of shape? Just getting older? So I hit the gym. I don't feel the energy like I did in my 20s, but I do feel better. The anxiety-induced weight loss has stripped pounds of fat from my body. That's one positive aspect of all the craziness. I needed all new clothes. I wanted to fill out the, my frame with muscle. I was determined to step-by-step step bring back that guy that I used to like so much. So I ended up going to a clinic in my area, and I get checked out and started a regimen of testosterone. They're a decent group, and they help monitor all my vitals on a regular basis. Over the years, my blood pressure has never gone up, my PSA numbers are steady, and my blood lipids have actually improved. About a month into the program, I started to feel it. Wow, what a huge difference. This was the missing ingredient that I needed. The only negative are, negatives were that my balls got smaller, which is somewhat remedied by injecting a... Uh, um, a peptide called HCG, and I got acne on my back and shoulders like I'm a teenager again, but no biggie. I started dating almost right away. Online dating accounts were created. So stupid. I was nowhere near ready, but I was horny and I wanted some company. Some people I knew put me in touch with women that they think I would like. Every single woman in their own way was another step towards taking away the last remnants of the fog I was living in. Nearly everyone was a divorcee with a history of infidelity. Seriously. They all had horribly terrible abusive ex-husbands with small penises. It's weird how that works. <clears throat> yeah. So, my dating experience alone is enough for a 20-part essay. Let's just say, yeah, it was crazy. So, I start to take up guitar again. Not to obsessive levels like I did before, but I fiddle around with it every now and then and it's fun. I go to the gym now about four to five days a week. No matter what, I go. It's my medicine. I play basketball regularly with my boys. I'm in pretty good shape. Compared to other dudes my age, I'm in fantastic shape. My weight creeps up easily on me if I don't watch it. I can gain 10 pounds just by looking at a piece of cake. Damn you old age. My job situation has improved. 
About a year after my divorce, I realized that I need more money and I need more time at home with the kids. So I met with my boss and we came up with the idea of working for more than one company as an employee. So they each get a chunk of my time and I get a nice combined salary and I get to work from home. The hours can sometimes be weird, you know, sitting on my couch at 1am on my laptop, but it's my life now. It affords me the time I need to maintain myself, maintain the house, and keep some semblance of being a dad that my kids need. I do get regular paychecks, so that's a plus. I make more than I ever have. I don't have to worry about paying bills or getting the kids the things that they need. I hear from a guy on the internet who's going through the same thing, and then another, and it's always the same story. And about 100,000 more out there just like it with a little Googling. I, be, I become the, hey, you can do it too, guy to many of them. A little ray of sunshine to some men that are in a very dark place. So I start the website at dadstartingover.com and eventually this podcast. And I enjoy writing a great deal. It's a form of therapy, just like any other outlet. The kids, they're doing better. My daughter is now going on 18 years of age. She did have issues with depression and self-harm. And she was riddled with anxiety. But she does seem to be doing a lot better now. We talk a lot more now that she's getting older, older and more mature. And we don't mention still how or why her mom left. My oldest boy, he's back to normal. He's a great student. He's very sweet. He's a good-hearted kid. He keeps active. He's involved in all the sports. My youngest is in grade school, fourth grade. He's very hard-headed. He makes you want to drive him out to the woods and leave him there for a few days. But he's my boy. I laugh just thinking about him. He's the spitting image of me when I was his age. As the years have gone by, I have the normal ups and downs. Nothing nearly as drastic as the previous 10 years, but I can say with confidence that my trajectory in general is going upward. Now that the fog is completely lifted, I'm left with a great deal of regret. I keep telling myself that those 10 years were filled with great life lessons, and I wouldn't be me without them. But why on earth did I let that young guy so easily slip away? I think it was the perfect storm of reasons. My ex-wife just wasn't the right person to go on my life journey with. She folded entirely too easily. She pounced on the first sign of weakness and she didn't let up. She didn't have the respect for me to say, you know, you can do it and we're in this together. Instead, for the last 10 years of the relationship, she was left with an ongoing feeling of, I think I made a mistake with this guy. And you know what? I made a mistake with her too, obviously, but I was too caught up in the minutia of life to see it. To use the terminology you'll see so often on my website, I was a good mix of lover and provider, probably more lover, that later morphed into 100% provider, but I unfortunately failed at providing, and that left me with nothing. Effort doesn't count. Results count. There's no participation trophy in life. I was stripped of all that was me, and was left with some pitiful shell of a guy. Never again. My current love life? Well, I've talked about it before. Uh, I have married again. And yes, she's an absolutely wonderful human being in every way. I don't know what lottery ticket I won somewhere along the line to find her, but I did. And we're a very good match. The romance and sexual side that I lacked in my first marriage has been found in spades in this relationship. The love and support I never felt before is there as well. I'm not a hindrance or a failure to her. I'm her man. And I'm her man that was put in a shitty predicament. And I came out smelling pretty good. And she likes that. She also likes that I'm opinionated about our roles in this relationship. And I'm not afraid to say when I don't like something or if I want to go in a different direction. I have a vision for our future and she agrees. She's a wonderful stepmother to my children. They love her to pieces. 
if I had just found her 20 years ago. <sighs> Such is life. Some guys will hear married again and they'll roll their eyes. They'll groan and they'll shut off the podcast. Marriage is a losing proposition in many men's eyes, and I get it. Really, I do. You can get what they call divorce raped. Your masculinity can get stripped from you. Any spare time you have is taken away. The nagging wife, the kids, your freedom is gone. Your friends are all gone, you know, because they have a wife and kids and no life too. Your hobbies are gone. You get fat. She gets fat. Ugh, it's not fun. But you know what? Whose fault is that? Women can knock you down and mold you into something that you may not want to be. I hear that a lot, and yes, it's true. They will poke and test you until you show your true self. So does life in general, if you let it. Stop making women your excuse, and stop hanging any semblance of individuality and happiness on their shoulders. They will resent you for it, and rightfully so. Don't lose your edge. It's tough to hold on to, but if you don't, the consequences are brutal. This world has zero patience for a dude who doesn't measure up. Life will stomp on your neck and walk right over you. You have a choice in the matter. Say no from time to time. Frame your existence as a husband and a father in a manner that serves you well. Be there for your wife and kids, but be there for yourself too. Get up early. Make your bed. Hit the gym. Clean the house. Go for walks. Hang out with friends. Romance the shit out of your wife. Read. Stand up to your woman. Bang her like tomorrow is your last day. Make money. Keep learning. Make more money. Be a good model for your kids. You know the drill. Deal with the bad times, because they will come. They always do. Learn from me, amigos. This could be you. Ten years goes by quick. Hell, twenty years goes by fast. I was 25 yesterday, and now I am again. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood. But none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one -on -one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at 
dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.